we are in our new norm. We don't know how long this is going to last. Many of us would love to come to church, but a change has taken place. And changing is hard for a lot of people. This virus snuck up on us, and it has caused some major changes. A lot of us, we're not able to move around like we used to, and we're cautious about being around folks now. We can't come to church and worship like we used to and fellowship and have barbecues and games and things will change. And that's what I want to talk about. I want to talk about change. I want to talk about God, the three attributes of God. He don't change. What if God did change? What if we serve a God that, that changed with the weather? You'll be surprised how many people blame God for this virus, and you'll be surprised how many people blame God for what's going on in their lives. That's not prosperous of, what they call not prosperous. And we learned last Wednesday about blessings, according to Matthew, the fifth chapter. We're blessed when we're mourning. We're blessed when we don't have much. We're blessed when we're going through. We're blessed when we have some difficulties. We're even blessed when we have death in the family. According to Revelation, the Bible says, blessed is the dead in Christ, for they are blessed and they shall rise again. With this new change and with this new environment that we're in now, there's so many questions. Many of us would like to get back to norm. But what if this is our new norm now? What if this is the way we have to enjoy each other for a while? by way of streaming, by way of media, social media, Instagram and YouTube app. But we still give God praise even though we're facing some challenges. I just read yesterday where there's, there's a new, new virus out there that's even stronger than the one that's currently affecting us in the world. One that really breaks the immune system down fast. But we're not worried. God is in control. Everything changed. The world constantly changing. We are constantly changing. We have morals and we have values. Our spirit change. Our attitude change. And even our physicalness change. Just last month, I had two good knees. Now I got one. <laughs> I don't wish to have pain, but unfortunately, I got the things change. We're getting older. But the Bible says only one thing that remains the same, and that's Christ. He never changed. So I want to encourage you today. I got a word that I know is going to bless you. It's going to be a series, so I need you to come back Sunday at 9 o'clock. We're going to talk about it some more. We always want to talk about God in the giving, God in the blessing us, God in the pouring it out. But how about do we really know God? Do we really know God? Do we understand his character? Do we know his attributes? Who is God? I don't just want to know him for what he could do for me, but I want to know him. So I got a word for you. I want to show you something in scripture. I want to show you three attributes about God that's going to bless you. The first attribute about God is his character. What is his character? His character is righteousness. 
His character is holiness. God is holy. He's righteous. In other words, let me, let me explain. Righteous means that there's no flaw in him. There's nothing wrong with him. He has, he don't have to think and rethink about what he's doing. He don't have to question himself. Did I make the right decision? God is never developing. God is never growing. That's us that's developing. That's us that's growing. God don't grow. He's perfect. You can't build on perfection because he's perfect. He has no flaws in him. So when he judge us, he judge us according to his righteousness. Do we line up to him? Because he's not going to line up with us. And the things that we have going on in the world is because of the first Adam and Eve sin. Sin came into the world because of Adam and Eve. And it's a domino effect. It's falling on us. But, but God gave us an, an advocate called Jesus Christ to help us with this domino effect. I'm still going to have pain from Adam and Eve. I'm still going to have a sin nature because of Adam and Eve. But, but I have been born again through the spirit of the living God. I'm saved. I'm, I'm, I'm Holy Ghost filled. I still mess up, but I don't live in the mess because my mind is made up. I serve God. Paul said something powerful. Paul said, when I would try to do good, when I would try to act right, when I would try to, 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 to serve God, I find a new law fighting against me, the law of my flesh. My flesh don't like me. And we, too, we, we spend too much time trying to please our flesh and make our flesh be good and be nice and we fail to realize God is holy. His character, holy. Holy means set apart, set aside. There's nothing like this. There's nothing that can touch this. He's faithful. His character, he's faithful, he's holy, and he's righteous. So when he judge us, he judge us righteously. He's not unfair. And we, 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 we condemn him. Many of us condemn God because of condemnation that's already on upon our lives. It's hard to blame ourselves. It's hard to look at ourselves and say how wrong we are. We have to look at something else and blame it for the reason why I act the way I act. God, if it wasn't for this pandemic, I, 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 would, I wouldn't be out here stealing. God, if it wasn't for this pandemic, I wouldn't be, uh, I, I, I would tithe. I would be faithful in going to church. But since I have to stay home, I can't go to church now. And, and you know, Adam and Eve gave that same excuse. You know, Adam said, Lord, it's that woman you gave me. And Eve said, Lord, it's that snake. God don't live in excuses. He's not an excuse God. We have to line up with him and not try to make him line up with us. God ain't, he's fair. When he judges us, he's going to be fair. He's, he's not, that's his character. He's fair. He's righteous. He's holy. We need to know the character of God. So I want to show you a scripture that, that I wrote down that's going to bless you. It's going to be a good teaching. I'm, I'm enjoying it already. Look at Isaiah 40, verse 28. Isaiah 40, verse 28. Turn your Bibles. I want to see you turn your Bibles. <laughs> also index Hebrews 13, verse 8 and 9. And Malachi, verse 3, 6 through 12. Look at Isaiah 40, verse 28. Watch what it says. Do you not know? Have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God the creator of the ends of the earth. He will not grow tired or weary, and his understanding no one can fathom. So look what, who he is. He don't change. The weather change, time change, but God don't change. 
So, so now, if I'm, if I'm living in a world that's always changing, I need something consistent in my life. My job has let me down. My health has let me down. Relationships are letting me down. Even my church is letting me down. But I need something that's going to be consistent in my life. And the only thing consistent is verse 40, chapter 40, verse 28 says what? Do you not know? Do you not know? Have you not heard? Have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God. God. Boy, I'm about to. God is everlasting. He, he's not just tomorrow. He's not just today. He's everlasting. In other words, he will live forever. And, and because I serve him, I'm going to live forever with him. Oh, that's great news right there. See, you waiting on a pandemic to end, that's, that's called time. But I serve an eternity, God. I'm about to get happy by myself. What does it say, Rita? Do you not know? Yes. Have you not heard? Yes. The Lord is the everlasting God. He's the everlasting God. The creator of the ends of the earth. Wait a minute now. He has created the end of the earth. And where's the end at? The earth is circle. So where's the end? In other words, he's a continual God. Since the earth is round and God said he's the end of the earth and we don't even know where the end is at. So that means he's continually going around. God ain't stopping. So just because I have a changed situation, I don't have a changed God. Uh, that's all right. Um, I said, I'm going to teach this thing. Go ahead, read, read. Do you not know? Do you not know? Have you not heard? Read. The Lord is the everlasting God. Read. The creator of the ends of the earth. Yes. He will not grow tired or weary. What you say? He will not grow tired or weary. You tired, but he ain't. You weary, but he ain't. The Bible say he won't get tired. That's the kind of God I want to serve. Uh, slow down, Eric. You're about to get happy all by yourself. God don't get tired. We are tired of this situation. But if we get in God, we won't get tired. Who I serve ain't tired. You don't mind if I use that kind of language? He ain't tired. And, and the Bible says in, in one scripture that the, that the calendar can't even hold it. The, the, the calendar, the 12 months, can't even hold our father. What does it say, Rita? He will not grow tired or weary. Yes. And his understanding no one can fathom. How can we comprehend him? We're trying to comprehend a God. We, we got to keep chasing him. If you're chasing him, you won't get stuck in the pandemic. If you're chasing him, you won't get stuck with your health. If you're chasing him, because we need wisdom. And he's the one that has wisdom. Watch what Isaiah said. This is going to be good here. Isaiah, we already read. Hebrews, Hebrews 13. Hebrews 13, verse 8 says what? Jesus Christ uh -huh. is the same yesterday. Wait a minute. Jesus when? Is the same yesterday. He's the same yesterday, which and, was Tuesday. And today. He's the same Wednesday. And forever. And now, he didn't even say tomorrow. He's just forever, forever Jesus. He ain't changing. So we're serving a God who ain't changing. He can't change. And that's what we're looking for on earth. We're looking for stability. We're looking for something to keep our minds settled. And no matter what happened on this earth, it's always going to change. Who's the first on the moon? Change. What's the new technology? Change. Whatever phone you got now, there's a new phone already out. Everything is changing. Now we can watch it. Instead of television, we can watch now on Facebook, Internet, Instagram, change. The world is constantly changing and trying to get better at their craft. 
And all I'm trying to do is get our minds settled on who ain't changing. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today. And the scripture says what? And forever. And what else? Do not be carried away by all kinds of strange teachings. Don't get caught up with everybody teaching something different about God. The scripture just said, he ain't changing. Why is it that so many people are getting on the internet and trying to make God be a shoe, be a car, be a house? I, I know God when he's coming back. We don't know when he's coming back. What we do is trust him, serve him, love him, and worship him, and honor him, and glorify him, and praise him. And we don't get caught up with all these different doctrines that's blowing around. So many people trying to be the spokesman for Jesus, but ain't too many people trying to live for him. What else it says? Do not be carried away by all kinds of strange teachings. So what the scripture is telling me is this. We are going to hear some stuff that's going to sound like God. And the Bible says when you hear it, don't get carried away with it. Don't let stuff that you hear that sound like God, it ain't God. That's why you got to make sure you get some understanding. First of all, when we keep talking about blessings like we talked about last Wednesday, it ain't always blessed because you got a new car, new house, and money. The devil can give you some of that stuff. And some of that stuff can take you out the will of God. Be careful. You want to, that's why the Bible say pay attention because whoever's in your, in your circle may not be in your corner. You missed that. Just because you're in my circle don't mean you're in my corner. A circle, you're going for the ride. But when you're in my corner, we're going through some stuff. We're going to go through something, but we're going to go through it together. Everybody in your circle ain't in, in your corner. Just because they say, Lord, Lord, don't mean they're going to heaven. Watch what it says. Do not be carried away by all kinds of strange teachings. Don't get carried away by all these strange teachings. It is good for our hearts to be strengthened by grace. Watch this. Watch this. Here go one. If you're really in God, you won't be scared to come out. You ought to have faith to go to church if you believe in God. If he healed people of cancer and HIV, why you believe he can't believe he can't heal you of this uh, pandemic? Well, he told Moses and them, y'all go inside the house and put the blood over the doorpost. Don't come out. Well, we need to learn how to be obedient. See, now you got, you, got, you got a virus out here and you got another virus that's coming behind it. And now you got some killer bees. They call it murder bees now. <laughs> killer bees coming out. That's worse than the bees that we already got. You see how the world keep getting worse? We keep preaching it. The world getting worse. But guess what? God keep getting better. Now, he ain't getting better. We allowing him to get better than us. Read. It is good for our hearts to be strengthened by grace. What does it say? Not by eating ceremonial food. So our hearts need to be strengthened in grace, getting what we don't deserve, and not being ceremonial. Look what the scriptures say. Quit trying to be so ceremonial, and you're allowing yourself to miss who God really is. This is good teaching here, boy. What does it say, Rita? Go Which is of no benefit to those who do so. Uh-huh. Go to Malachi 3.6. Malachi 3 and 6. We're talking about the character of God. He's holy. The first attribute of God is he's holy. He don't change. We change, but God don't. God is righteous. Sometimes we are unrighteous. God remains the same. So we want to serve a God who don't change. That's the first attribute of God, his character. He don't change. You ain't got to worry about him flip-flopping. God ain't growing. God ain't trying to increase. He already God. He already perfected. He's, he's perfect in everything about himself. 
God ain't caught off God when, when you praise him or when you, you go through something. God ain't caught off God. Whatever you go through, it got, wait a minute, it had to come to God before it got to you. The question is, are you settled in God or are you trying to be unsettled, uh, uncomfortable because you have an uncomfortable situation? I just don't like what I'm going through. Nobody likes what they're going through, but I love who I'm serving. Who I serve is better than what I'm going through. He ain't changing. He already know my ways. That's why you can look at the, the people in the Bible back in, uh, in, in the Old Testament who went in the lion's den, Daniel. He went in the lion's den serving God with his mind on God and not being ate. And guess what? The lions didn't touch him, and they were hungry. Come on, say God can't keep me. God can keep me. Because I serve who don't change, he the same yesterday, today. Forever. He ain't changing. So why am I changing? James, James says something powerful. You are double-minded in all your ways, in everything you do. One minute you say God is good until you go through something. Oh, man, I'm going through right now. How you doing? I'm going through. Come on, shake yourself. Can't you go through and say, God, God got this? Can you have pain in your body and still say, God is good? Because who I serve ain't sick. Who I serve ain't broke. Who I serve ain't got, the, he ain't going through no pandemic. Who I serve ain't got no disease. So who I serve, he's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. So now what I need to do is get in him and learn about him. What is his character? Holy. So guess what I need to be? Holy. I can't be tiptoeing with holiness and think that I'm going to be settled in my mind and in my spirit. I got to have my mind made up. I am going to serve God even though I'm tempted. I'm going to serve God even though I'm crying. You got to have a made up mind. God ain't changing and I ain't either. What does say, Rita? Verse 6, I the Lord do not change. Uh-huh. So you. What did it say? I, the Lord. Malachi 3.6 says what? I, the Lord, uh -huh. do not change. Look what God say. Read it again. I, the Lord. I, Jesus. Do not change. I ain't changing. Wait a minute now. Some saying, well, he changed his mind about what doing, you know, uh, causing trouble on people. No. No, he didn't change his mind. He just reacted to how you responded. His word is true. His word says, if you be disobedient, this is what you're going to get. Now, that ain't changing. It's how you respond to it. God say, if you live holy, you're going to heaven. Now, if you decide to live unholy, and then you say, well, God spared me all these years. Wait a minute, now, hold up. He ain't changing. You made a decision to respond to what he said. That's why we saved, because we responded to what he said. Read, Rita. I, the Lord, do not change. Yeah. So you, the descendants of Jacob, are not destroyed. The reason why you are not dead is because I ain't changed. My mind made up. I came to give you life. You know you should have been dead a long time ago. You know we should have died a long time ago. While you was in the club, you should have been dead. While you laying in that man and woman bed, you should have been dead. While you out there in the streets, holy gulling, you should have been dead. But the Bible just said what? I, the Lord, do not change. I came to give you life and give it to you more abundantly. You answered the call. But I should have killed you when you were wrong, but I didn't. That's why your praise go to another level, because when you look back where he brought you from, you say, Lord, I thank you. You should have killed me, but you didn't. And I give you praise. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hey, glory to God. 
Watch what it says. I, the Lord, do not change. I ain't changing. So you, the descendants of Jacob, yeah. are not destroyed. And you are not killed because I don't change. Because if I'd have changed, I'd have killed you long time ago. But I spared your life because I don't change. Read. Ever since the time of your ancestors, yeah. you have turned away from my decrees. Look at that. Look what it says. Every time I told your mama, and your grandmama and your great-granddaddy and your great-great-great-great-granddaddy some good morals and scriptures and, and spiritual talk, they ignored me. Your forefathers ignored me, and I didn't kill you. I didn't destroy your whole generation. I had mercy and let you live to see another day because I don't change. What if I was wishy-washy like you? Come on, somebody. If I was God, I'd have put a whole lot of y'all in hell and brought you out the next day. Thank God I ain't God. <laughs> and thank God you ain't God either. <laughs> Read. Ever since the time of your ancestors, yeah. you have turned away from my decrees. Every time I minister to you, you turn away from me. And have not kept them. And you refuse to be obedient to my words. Return to me. Come on back home. And I will return to you. It, wait a minute now. That's where the scriptures say, if you draw now, he'll draw now. If you come on back, you got to make the first step. God ain't changing. We the ones keep changing. We the ones say amen today and give us Barabbas tomorrow. I love you, Lord, with my whole body and soul until your body starts getting some hot flashes. Be careful who touch you. Be careful who looking at you. Be careful because ain't none of us exempt from kryptonite. Watch what it say. Return to me. Yes. And I will return to you. If you come to me, I'm going to come to you. But watch this now. I've always been ready to come to you. You just weren't ready to come to me. You keep changing on me. Read. Says the Lord Almighty. Yes. But you ask, uh -huh. how are we to return? And look at this. Look at this. <clears throat> the scripture says, they asked God a question. How am I supposed to come to you then? How am I supposed to return? It's really, they're being sarcastic. Really, that's what they are. Read. Will a mere mortal rob God? Uh-oh. It's getting ready to get deep now. So what God do... He turns the conversation to what you love. You said to God, you told me to come to you, but how do I come to you? And God says, since you want to be sarcastic, let's deal with what you love. Will a man rob God, take God's money? Watch what it say next. Yet you rob me. And God say, every last one of us has stuck him up. You won't even rob a 7-Eleven. But you are robbed Jesus. Read. But you ask. But you ask. How are we robbing you? There go that sarcastic question again. First you want to be sarcastic about how do I come to you. Now you want to be sarcastic about how am I stealing from you. Read. And tithes and offerings. He be, he's specific. Now you have a reason not to give. Because this pandemic and the world is saying store up for yourself. Don't trust God because you need every penny because you don't know what tomorrow holds. But the Bible just said, he's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. He got me yesterday. He got me today. He got me forevermore. Why am I jipping the master? Why money making me change? He don't change. Watch what else it says. You are under a curse. Ooh, ooh. The Bible says, 
When you are unfaithful to God, not just in money, when you are unfaithful to God, when he's faithful to you, you're placing yourself under a curse that no matter what you touch, it ain't going to prosper. Well, Reb, how can you tell me that? I got money in the bank now. I, you, I still got my job, Reb. How you tell me I'm cursed? It, my family healthy. We got, we're doing good. I ain't cursed. See, you, you got your best right now. But God's best is forevermore. You're living in the temporal. Temporal is temporary. But who I serve, I'm going to live forever, even with no money. Your money is temporary. Your lifestyle is temporary. Why throw it all away? Why you keep changing? You don't know where you want to live. You don't know where you want to work at. You don't know who you want to marry. You don't know what you want to do with your body. You don't know what you want to do with your money. You don't know what you want to do with your clothes. You just want to keep changing. And I'm using this parable to help us because God is the same. He ain't changing. His character is he is holy. Do I look like holiness? God is righteous. Do I look like righteousness? God is pure. Do I look pure? Well, pastor, how can I look like all that stuff? And I, I, I got to sin nature. I got to sin flesh. But now you're trying to say God ain't strong enough to keep you. God can keep you in no matter what situation you're in. Watch what it says. You are under a curse. So you're under a curse when you, when you keep changing. Read. Your whole nation. Your whole family is cursed. Because you are robbing me. And he's just dealing with money, but he's really dealing with your lifestyle. You're robbing God when you don't give to him. I believe without a shadow of a doubt, my family is intact because I'm a giver. And the scripture says something powerful. You are more, more, more blessed to give than to receive. We keep trying to get and we won't give. And Matthew, the fifth chapter, is dealing with all of you giving up and giving out of yourself to be, to be blessed. We keep trying to bless people who can bless us back. We keep trying to help people who can help us back. But the scripture says, I'm more blessed in giving. That's why I'm blessed. That's why my family blessed. That's why my family protected. Because I'm blessed and giving. Watch this, watch this, watch this. The offering of this church has dropped drastically. And I'm still happy. I'm still excited. And the offering dropped drastically. What normally would be this amount is down here. And we, and we still able to pay our bills. We still are able to pay our staff. Why, Pastor? Because I'm a giver. It starts from the head. Are you the head? Are you the head in your house? Are you the head? Is Christ the head of your life? I believe without a shadow of a doubt, I made it this far because I'm a giver. He said it. He don't change. God so loved the world, he gave. So if God is a giver and a forgiver, but God is a giver, why are you stingy? 
well, Pastor, you got to put a mask on. You still can say hello. You got to be six feet apart. You still can, I still can hear you. You can still send me a text. Hey, man, I love you. Tell somebody, encourage somebody, give yourself away. Quit worrying about tomorrow. Matthew, the sixth chapter says, you can't add no height to your, stat to your height, statues to your height. You can't get no taller. You ain't fit to grow no hair. So why you worrying? You're worrying about tomorrow. And the Bible says, let tomorrow worry about itself. You're living in the 25th hour in 24 hours. You're living too far in advance. You're worrying about something that has not even happened. See the pandemic make people go by? All the taller people? Now I can't find the taller people. <laughs> I got to call people. Y'all got some taller paper? Because <laughs> people who are worried, they want to stock up, but don't realize the stock up going to end. The world wants to stock up so they can see it. God with his stock up self. You can't even see it, but you can scratch your head. Boy, this one, this thing here show lasts a long time. Boy, how in the world is right here? How in the world I'm able to do this right here? I've been paid, watch this, watch this. Because I'm a giver, my daughter who don't have a job yet, she, she said, Dad, I need some help. I said, no problem. I've been paying her rent for three months, my rent, and, and, and still I'm looking in the bank saying, googly woogly, where did that come from? Because I'm a tither. God, no, let God breathe on something. Give him something to breathe on. He ain't changing. His character is giving. What you scared of? Oh, uh, I would. Uh, and some of us, this virus is showing you how stingy you already was in your heart. You wasn't going to give to God even when you was here. And you definitely fit to give to him now that you're awake because nobody can hold you accountable. But the Bible says God's eyes is everywhere. Wherever I go at, God looking at me. When I'm home by myself on a cell phone and some naked girl come up there, I say, ooh, ooh. I say, oh, wait a minute, God looking at me. You better hold yourself accountable. Watch what it says, really. Bring the whole tithe into the storehouse. Look what it says. Bring... Now, he's not, I'm trying to paint this picture where it's not dealing with money. Bring your heart to God. He don't care not about your money. He wants you. If you bring your heart to God, God got everything you got. Don't just sing about him and preach about him and don't believe about him. Take this message home. Believe. Hey, God, I love you whether I got it and I love you if I ain't got a dime. You still God. I love you with all my heart. Whew. Read, read. Bring the whole tithe into the storehouse. So the writer saying, bring your whole heart to God. That there may be food in my house. What you said? Bring your heart to God so that He can use you. He said, so that there can be food in my house. If I got your heart, I can use you. You'd be surprised. God want to tell you to go bless somebody. You ain't got nothing but a little bit in your house. Go over there and bless the so-and-so. Go over there and buy them a, a stack of chicken over there. Go on over there and bless them. Lord, I only got one chicken in my house. Don't, don't worry about your house. I got your house. Go on over and take care of them. Ask God to help you show you somebody that you want, to, he need, he want you to bless. Read. Test me in this. Seth. What did he say? Wait a minute. What did he say? Test me in this. He said, if you give me your whole heart without being scared, test me and see if I don't do it. You want to know how many times I've been scared and still moved? Woo! You want to know how many times I done did something for God and didn't think it was going to work for me? 
Give God something to work with. Somebody's mad. I don't care about you being mad. I'm trying to bless you. I'm trying to tell you how to be blessed in a cursed situation. Give yourself away. Trust God with all your heart. Don't just trust God with, with what you feel comfortable with. Trust God in your uncomfortable. Tell whoever you love, say, you know what, I'm going to church. We got a pandemic. I ain't talking about that kind of church. I'm going, I have to look on my cell phone. I got to go to church. There ain't no church today, today, Tuesday. I know it ain't, but it's a church on YouTube. I need to look at YouTube. I need a word. I'm going after God. I ain't going after God on Wednesday and Sunday. I'm going after God every day of my life. Read, reader. Test me in this. What did the Bible say? Test me in this. Test God in your situation. Read. Says the Lord Almighty. Who said it? The Lord Almighty. Not me. The Lord Almighty. I don't test me. The Bible says test God. And what happened? And see if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven. Ooh. I, I danced by myself. <laughs> he said, if you test him, and he will open the windows. Now, Wait a minute now, if he owned the window, why you keep closing the window? Test him. Come on and test him. Say, Lord, I test you. Lord, bless me with wisdom. Show me what you want me to know. Carry me where you want me to go. Hook me up who you want to be hooked up with. I want you, God. He said, test him. And then he said something else after that. And see if I don't open up the windows of heaven. Read again. See if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven. Wait a minute now. He ain't just say a window. He said a floodgate. So that means something coming through them windows. Yeah. What else is coming through that window? And pour out so much blessing uh -huh. that there will not be room enough to store it. So, so let, me, let me give you my testimony since, since you, you're scared of yours. My tithes and offering and couldn't pay my bills. My children who needed college money but yet I paid my tithes and offering. I'm faithful to Jesus when I don't even know how I'm going to make it. My wife and I, we're trying to figure out how we're going to make this happen with three children and with one income and still tithing. But now when I fast forward 20 plus years, one child who's in rehab, she preaching to me now. A daughter who don't have a job, she telling me how good God is. A son who come to visit last week say, Daddy, you, you know God, he good, don't you, Daddy? I say, so you know what, God? You keep pouring out on me what I poured out on you. You ain't going to forget me because even though I don't want my daughter in rehab, she's still alive. He's blessing me in areas that I don't even have room enough to receive. This pandemic got me and my wife around there enjoying, enjoying life. We looking out at the windows at the birds. Look at that bird. I ain't never seen that bird before. We ain't never looked at the window. We're too busy running around. This pandemic got me slowing down. It's got me praying more. It's got me reading more because I would have never known he's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. I'd have just scammed over that until I went through something. This pandemic got me in God. Read. I will prevent pests from devouring your crops. What you say? I will prevent pests from devouring your crops. What verse that is? That's 11. Go to verse 8 again. Will a mere mortal rob God? First of all, you humans. That's what they call you mortals, humans. You humans, will you take from me? Will you try to take from God who own everything? 
Rick. Yet you robbed me. But God say, you ain't got to answer the question. You have stole from me. But you ask, uh -huh. how are we robbing you? Yeah. In tithes and offerings. You're stealing my money to enjoy eating. You're saving up for your future, but you ain't making sure my house is okay. Rick. You are under a curse. Oh, and now you're going to see your stuff run out. When your child get on drugs, will God be there for you? I don't wish for nobody to go through this. But I'm glad my daughter went through this. It's got me and my wife stronger. It's got my daughter stronger. Thank you, Jesus. I give you praise. All things work together for the good to them that love you. This is working out for me. People laugh. Oh, you're going to lose your house. You lost your job. I'm still in my house. Where your daughter? You seen your daughter? I ain't seen her in three weeks. You sure she alive? Oh, you done counted my daughter out. Now she alive. Oh, your marriage ain't gonna last. Going on 34 years in two weeks. Now see what happened to your church. Now you can't have church service. God done blessed us abundantly. We put in our parking lot. We, pay, we, we spending money on stuff. <laughs> you can't hold God down. And the Bible said, while he blessing you, what, what would happen? Read. Test me this. In yeah. this, says the Lord Almighty. Yeah. And see if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven. Open the floodgates for you. Wait a minute. Open so the floodgates for you. Read. And pour out so much blessing. And pour out. What you say? So much blessing. Read. That there will not be room enough to store. You don't even know what, you don't even know where to turn. You say, my God, everywhere I turn, I'm blessed. My God, Everywhere I go, I'm blessed. Read. I will prevent pests from devouring your crops. I will prevent the pandemic from attacking your house. Because you are faithful, I'm going to stop stuff from attacking your house. Because you got my character. You holy like me. You faithful like me. I can't let stuff bother you. And if it do bother you, it's got to stop. Read. And the vines in your fields will not drop their fruit before it's ripe. Read. Says the Lord Almighty. Uh-huh. Then all the nations. What you say? Then all the nations. And people are going to wonder, how are you prospering in a pandemic? How are you? You still got your job? I sure do. <laughs> Somebody told me the other day, they say, won't you go ahead and apply for unemployment? I said, well, for what? They say, well, you ain't got no job. I said, yes, I do. I still work for the Lord. The Lord still got me in employment. I ain't going nowhere. I'm still employed. <laughs> Don't try to fake the phone. Don't quit lying on your taxes. Okay, that's enough. What does it say, Rita? Then all the nations will call you blessed, uh -huh. for yours will be a delightful land. Go to Romans 8, 31. We're just dealing with the character. I haven't dealt with the other two. We got to come back Sunday at 9 o'clock to finish this. The character of God, he's holy. He don't change. Romans 8, 30, what I call? 831. Watch this. I'm going to let you go home. Romans 831 says something good. Watch what it says. What then shall we say in response to these things? What shall we say to all these problems and all these bad and negative changes that's going on in the world? What shall we say to them? If God is for us. First of all, an unchanging God is for me. Who be can be against us? What pandemic, what unemployment, what sicknesses, what relationship? can be against me when God is for me. 
I serve an unchanged God. And Paul said, if all this negative is against me, how can it prosper? Nothing negative can prosper in my life because I got an unchanged God in my life. Watch what it says. If God is for us, if God is for us, who can be against us? Read. He, he did not spare his own son. He gave his own son to suffer. But gave him up for us all. But he gave his son up to be a blessing. What will you give up to be a blessing? What will you do to be a blessing? Why are you allowing yourself to second guess yourself? James said it, and I got to repeat it. An unstable man that's always thinking everywhere. He can't keep his mind settled. Come on. Be settled in your thought process. Quit allowing your mind to jump because you're having problems. How are we going to eat? You ate yesterday, didn't you? How are we going to pay the light bill next month? The light on today, ain't it? How, how are we going? How are we going? No, 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 no. Stop it. Stop worrying. God been too good now. God ain't worrying about nothing. We children of God, so why would we worry? He told us in Matthew, the sixth chapter, stop worrying. Ain't nothing going to prosper in your life if you worry. Well, Pastor, what you want me to do? Go on and be happy. Enjoy life. Say, God, you got it. You know you're a child of God. You know you're living holy. He got it. I, I want to slow down because I want you to get this in your spirit. God's character is holy. There's nothing like him, and he don't change. If God don't change, why am I changing? God got it. I love, I, you know what? Let me tell you something that's going to bless, bless your soul. It's going to mess you up, but it's going to bless you. I kind of embrace trials now. I embrace problems. I embrace financial struggles. I embrace health issues. I kind of embrace it now. You know why I embrace it? Because he's the same yesterday. He healed me back there. He's the same today. And he can heal me today. But I'm like the three Hebrew boys. If he don't, I know he don't change. I want my situation to change, but if it don't change, who I serve don't change. He got this. God got this. Come on and say it. God got it. This ain't going to be popular. This ain't going to bless you unless you get it in your spirit. You know what? I serve a God that don't change. God ain't wishy-washy. He ain't worried. Why am I worried? And then if I do get attacked, if I do get a pandemic, if I do get a virus, if I do get sick, if I do go in the hospital, if I do get cancer, if I do lose my marriage, if I do lose my health, if I do lose, lose my children, what the writer said? If God is for us, Read. who can be against us? So none of that stuff I just named can really affect me because my trust was always in him before this. Read. He who did not spare his own son. God let his son suffer and die. But gave him up for us all. His son died for us. Read. How will he not also, yeah. along with him, uh -huh. graciously give us all things? What you say? How will he not also, along with him, graciously give us all things? How about God, the character, the nature of God? Watch this. The Bible says, along with him. Who's the him? Jesus Christ. The nature of God is this. He's the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. He's the Trinity. That nature ain't changing. 
He's always going to be God. He's always going to be Jesus. He's always going to be the Holy Ghost. That's his nature. He sent himself to die on the cross. Then he took himself back up to the heaven, sit on himself. Wait a minute. He sat on his own right-hand side, sent himself down to be the Holy Ghost. <laughs> so guess what he said? I ain't going to leave you comfortless. While you're going through, the Holy Spirit say, I got a towel. Let me wipe your eyes. It's going to be all right. You know God got you. It's going to be all right. I know you're crying, but it's going to be all right. I know you're broke, but it's going to be all right. God got you. Read. Who will bring any charge against those whom God has chosen. Yeah. It is God who justifies. It's God that made me righteous. Who then is the one who condemns? Who going to condemn me and tell me I ain't holy? No one. The Bible just say, quit letting people condemn you. You holy, man. Read. Christ Jesus who died. Yeah. More than that, who was raised to life. Wait a minute. Dead, got up. Dead, got up. Read. Is at the right hand of God. Sitting on the right. Wait a minute. Dead, got up, sitting. Dead, got up, sitting. Jesus went to another level after his pain. Yes. Come on and go to your next level. Uh, read, read He's at the right hand of God. He sat on the right hand of the Father. And is also interceding for us. And he's still blessing. He's sitting in heaven, giving himself up. In heaven, he's giving himself up. Come on and give yourself up to Jesus right now. Father, I ask you right now in Jesus' name to forgive us of all of our sins. Come into our lives and save our souls. God, we are sorry for the way we thought, the way we act, the way we treated you, second-guessing you. You don't change. You're the same yesterday forevermore. You said, God, you don't change with the calendar. You don't change with the weather. Your character is holiness. Your character is righteousness. God, help us to be like you. We want you to see you in us. God, I'm sorry for the way I thought, my thought process. I rebuke myself. I want to love you with all my heart. I pray for those that's watching by way of internet, God, that you would bless them right where they are. Strengthen that mother, strengthen that daughter, strengthen that one that's, that's sick with the virus, strengthen that loved one that just passed away. God, we just give you praise because you don't change. Even we got tears in our eyes, you don't change. Even we ain't got money, you don't change. You still God. You still sit on your throne. And we lift you up tonight. We make you bigger than our problems. We make you bigger than our situation. God, you're huge. You're big. And you don't change. Thank you for showing us your character. Thank you for teaching us who you are. And we love you forever. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, man. Red day. Yeah. Hallelujah.